Welcome to another episode of Tangy Talks here with Steve Turk and Victor Feria. Victor, hey man, it's 2024. We made it into the new year with a busy last end of the year, but oh, yeah. I'm happy to be back with you, man. Same here. Same here, Steve. It's uh was a was a great 2023. I think uh, a lot of things learned, a lot of uh, new and and, and great uh, ideas that came from 2023. So I'm excited for what 2024 has ahead for us. Yeah, guys, we uh, it's been basically a couple of weeks since we talked to you about two weeks, but we went through our Christmas and holiday crazy time here in South Florida and also our other homes in Georgia and South Carolina. And we prepped up like we did meetings to prepare and we thought we had everything perfectly done. And even when you are prepared and you talk it and you know it's going to be crazy, things happen. And Victor, right. what do you think? Like, what were some things that we look back and are like, man, we didn't expect that to happen. How could we have prevented that? Was there anything in your head? Because there's a couple I've got. Yeah, I mean, 2023, the ending of 2023, these last two weeks, I mean, that's hospitality for you, right? You think you prepared um, and you've, you know, crossed your T's, dotted your I's, but not necessarily is it always that way um, as much as you prepare. But I think the one that comes out right away is uh, is supplies for me. Um, you know, we we set up our supplies for the last two weeks, but we had so much turnaround. And one thing that um, that I saw that I previous years never really saw in that sense was last minute bookings. You know, mm -hmm. we had a ton of last minute bookings and those supplies where we thought and we were pacing um, with those re reservations we already had on the books, we doubled those. Um, so quickly we noticed and realized, okay, let's get those orders in uh, <laughs> because we, we are running, we are running low. Um, so that was one thing for sure. 2024 will, will not happen again. <laughs> yeah. And I, the other thing too, listeners and viewers, depending on where you're watching this is, man, the weather kind of snuck up on us too. Like we had these like rogue storms that would cause some issues oh, with yeah. either some flooding or would knock down structures at these homes that we had in perfect condition. Uh, <laughs> and then guests showing up the day after the storm and we're like trying to get these things all set up. So it just goes to show you guys, you can have the plan, you can execute that plan. But like Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the yeah. face. And yep. so we were able to adjust. Our team was on it. And so just I'm proud of how we finished the year. So for our team, proud of you guys. And for Victor, who runs the day-to-day, -day, I was, you know, guys, listeners, I'm I'm more on the outside of this. He runs day-to-day. -day, so I was looking. We use Slack to control all the messages. So it was just hundreds of messages in there of getting things done that guests needed. But a lot of good reviews. Kept our super host status on all the properties. So it was great to see. Yeah, it was great. And uh, and definitely to the team, you know, you really couldn't do it without them. It was a hard uh, two weeks. And that's really where, you know, all of that camaraderie and all of that, uh, that chemistry and everything that you built throughout um, really shows because, you know, you just got to kind of put up your sleeves and, and, and get to work. It was, a, it was a good fun two weeks. Well, you went out of town, man. Like, where did you go? Do you have anything that kind of ties back to some experiences we can share? Yeah, I, had a, I went, uh, me and my wife, we wanted to close out the year, uh, went to Dominican Republic, Punta Cana. We've uh, never been, and that was our first time, haven't taken a trip uh, since we had our baby, our eight-month-old baby. So we said, you know, let's uh, leave the baby with the grandparents and and try to end the year on a, on a nice and, and positive note and, you know, de-stress. But it was a great, great time. Um, I think my highlight, for sure, uh, was a Jeep excursion that we took. So... They, we rented basically a four by four. They picked us up 
and we toured several uh, several areas in Punta Cana. We started off in a um, in a coffee and a chocolate farm where they took us through all of uh, the areas and the farms. They let us try the coffees. They let us make um, and ground the coffee, which was a pretty neat experience. Um, and then lastly, we we ended up like at a cigar farm as well, uh, where we were able to you know roll our own cigars, um, see how they make it, the processes, and everything that takes uh, and that goes into taking and making all of this. And it was a great, great experience. You know, I think um, you know if we would do it down here in South Florida, Miami, I think we would definitely partner with some airboat companies, you know, and, and do certain things like that. Maybe some uh, take uh, take our guests to several you know latin inspired restaurants and and show them kind of like what you know how or the multicultures that we have down here and how and how it works and i think that's something that i took out of it that made me think a lot about our own um guests and and possible experiences for them yeah because we use like a local concierge but we don't see many people booking it like we have the qr code there for local experiences and for listeners i would love to see what you think if you send us a message um you know, how we can get our guests to use more experiences because we think they would have a great time doing them. I know a lot of people like planning their own stuff or just hanging at our homes, but I agree with you, right? You are a millennial, correct? Correct. <laughs> I'm on the oldest part of the millennial. So, but still millennials and Gen Z, the biggest reports are they want experiences. It's not just oh, yeah. stuff. And I saw it with my own kids during the holidays, like Santa came and brought them all their toys. And then they were like done after a couple hours playing with them. And they're like, oh, let's go do something. Right? right. And I talked to my daughter and she's like, yeah, I'd rather just go travel. She's in second grade. She's like, I'd rather go travel than yeah. get as many toys from Santa next year. I'm going to ask him for a trip. It's like, there you go. I like that. So I agree. I think we should focus more and more on that this year. And for listeners out there, how are you doing that for your guests? Even if you have one property or you have hundreds of properties, this is going to be a big trend that is happening is people want to experience new and unique things, especially it has any cultural relevance or it's uniquely local to that spot. Like you, you were in Dominican Republic and got to go see whether they're making chocolate and coffee and Jeep tours to the jungles. Like you're in Jurassic park, you know? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. That's uh, I think that's a great, great, uh, great way of putting it. Um, it's definitely all about experiences, right? It's what you take home. It's all those memories. You know, I like to, uh, when I get back on the plane, I like to scroll through all the pictures that, you know, me and my wife took and and kind of reminisce on those photos and, and, and those moments and then share them, you know, get back and share them with a family, with friends. Um, so hopefully they can do it, too. So, you know, that's part yeah. of it. That's really part of it. And I stayed in a bunch of different places. But uh, during the holidays, I took a weekend. We stayed in Washington, D.C. at a hotel. But something I learned from them, which was great, they did the, their pre-planning before we got there and asked who's coming, what are you coming for, what are their ages? Awesome. And and they surprised us with some great amenities and just something we can always learn a vacation rental is asking some of those questions beforehand. And they had some dolls that cost them maybe a dollar or two waiting for them and said, hey, here's the monkey and the turtle. And they're waiting for you to have a great <laughs> time here. And they're still playing with them as soon as we got home. So that's awesome. That's so a lot fun. of good things that we can learn. Yeah, and I, I, I want to see if we can do that in some of our premier homes. And I had asked you, you know, what was your favorite part about uh, about Washington? And you mentioned Georgetown, right? Yeah, Georgetown, the area of Georgetown was awesome. Just walking around there and seeing all the little places and all these boutique shops. I wish they had more of that here in Miami or Miami Beach. We used to with Lincoln Road, but right, that's kind of changed. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to bore you listeners with our vacations that we've had, <laughs> but we learned some cool things. Let's get into some vacation rental news. 
And man, this is a pretty big story of a, my, of course, it's always here in Miami. A Miami <laughs> man was indi in, indicted because he was stealing $8.5 million in a short-term rental scam. Um, tricking people into booking homes, taking their money, and basically canceling without returning money. He says he's not doing it, but I don't know. The evidence looks pretty strong against him. And so, Victor, maybe not to talk about him because it's still playing out in the news, but you know, it's pretty easy to scam people we've seen across Airbnb and VRBO and booking. Right. right. If you're a guest, let's talk about it as a guest first. Right. And you're coming to book a beautiful home and you think it's all good how can you protect yourself yeah i think asking you know the right questions asking the details double checking going through reviews um you know maybe doing some online searches yourself mm -hmm. um you know i shared a personal story steve with within the company the first two years of us starting the company uh, we had a property that a guest you know sent us a message and said hey we have you know a family here that is outside the door and they said that they made a reservation for the same exact property. You know, I ran over there um, to see what was going on and they showed me their phone. It looked like they went off of a website um, and made a reservation. And it seems like whoever it was figured out the address of our property, took the photos, took all the descriptions and made a duplicate property. And that family, you know, we felt horrible. Um, you know, we, and we offered them, uh, you know, other alternatives, other properties, um, but, you know, basically rushed them and told them, hey, you know, call your bank, call your credit card company, try to, um, you know, try to make a note and, 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 and ensure you get that money back because that was definitely a scam. So I think asking the right questions, you know, doing your searches online, um, you know, maybe even calling uh, and try to get somebody on the phone mm -hmm. and asking those questions over the phone. I think you could get a lot by those questions um, and ensuring that that place that you're going to be staying in is who they are you know we don't want those bad actors uh but these things happen no it's true and so would you know there's a hundred things you could say here like i would tell people a lot of times like if it's a new property make right. sure you're booking it directly through airbnb or vrbo so at least they can help you if something goes down exactly. right because exactly. on their platform don't book outside uh, on like a craigslist right or any of these kind of like shady channels and if you're booking direct, make sure it's a real company. You can look them up and see if they have like a real business license and they're exactly. a real company and they have a social media presence like uh, Tangy Talks and you can know <laughs> who they are. Right? Because, you know, it. Yeah, just make sure they actually have a real business because there's so many companies out there that just sad. They're trying to do some bad things and make our industry look bad. I wouldn't say so many, but there are bad actors and they get the headlines and it scares everybody away. But you know, if you're a property owner, we see this too. We get try to get scammed all the time, right? And so there's people trying to use all different kind of ways to sneak into our homes without paying. How do we protect owners? Or if you're like a one single property owner just getting started, how could they protect themselves? I mean, really, you, you just got to make sure, you know, if you're using websites outside of Airbnb and Verbal, you know, Airbnb does a great job at ensuring, you know, the method of payments are you know, actual and the person who is booking is the person who say they are. But if you're booking outside of Airbnb and Verbal or, um, you know, booking.coms or these all these other booking channels that you're actually collecting, you know, these credit cards, uh, make sure you're getting IDs. Make sure, you know, when you're collecting these credit cards that you're matching the ID with the credit card. Um, you know, we go through several basically uh, processes and several steps to ensure, you know, that those credit cards and the people who are paying uh, for these reservations are who they are. Um, and I think uh, 
the best way is just, you know, triple double checking. Um, and I would sometimes, and I think I highly recommend going away from last minute bookings. Usually those are the ones, um, you know, our past experience, those are the ones that you really need to keep your eyes uh, peeled for. Yeah. Especially if you can take the last minute booking, ask the questions if they're locals and they're out, you know, sometimes you have some properties that are just like one nighters that you want to make sure you, they're not going to like destroy your place for one night. Right. Cause they're trying to party. Um, get that identification as best you can. Cause in a hotel, like where we used to work, there is a front desk. You have to check right. in, you get the ID, we get the credit card. We can do all that beforehand. So on vacation rentals, it's a lot more challenging. And so you have to be vigilant because I remember when we first started, there was a couple of times we got whacked. It was like, and you're out three grand. <laughs> you got to yeah. make sure you're tell the owner like, Hey, we did everything we could, but now the tools are a little bit better. We are very strict on making sure we have everyone's information. Um, and we've called the police a couple of times, especially yeah. when it's uh, those last minute ones. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, save yourself from the hard, hard uh, the times and you know that, those those embarrassing moments of having to actually go and knock on the doors and trying to connect collect payment from from guests and do that work, uh, you know, prehand because yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of people out there trying to get their free stays. Um, so all of these processes and if you have people in your team, you know, train them, sit down with them, show them, you know, how it works, um, and learn learn from past experiences. You know, I think the processes that we've created and we have in place right now is because we've gotten dinged, you know, once or twice. Um, and we say to ourselves, all right, you know, that happened once, well, come, we learn from it. Um, and that's how you start creating, you know, I, I say a lot of rules and a lot of things that are put in place aren't put in place, you know, just because of thin air, most likely these things happen in the past and it's how you learn from it and how you recoup. Yeah, that's true, man. So if you're out there, look, don't be scared. Just follow the checklist and make sure that you're doing things the right way, especially if you're inviting guests into your house and if you're staying and it's your first couple of times. Go to places that have a lot of reviews. You can actually see that people are staying there. Um, and if it's a new place that really has a good deal, try to get some conversations going. Make sure they're a real company. Because look, we all we are adding new homes all the time. They don't have reviews, but we make sure that we have guests that can see that we're a real place, real company, and we'll take good care of them. For so, sure. All right. Well, listen, guys. Next, we want to make sure that we talk about some best practices because the year is just kicking off. And if you haven't done these things yet, you have a chance to catch up. Um, and the first big part is making sure as you're a management company or an owner or just have your own little place where you're renting out your room, you want to make sure you're checking your rates. And so, Victor, what are some best practices that we actually started doing last year to prepare for this year? Right. So now this year, you know, I, I feel like we're getting really good at predicting. You know, we uh, we just finished our meeting uh, last week where we closed out 2023. Um, and we took a lot of, uh, you know, 2023. I think a lot of people um, in 2023, you know, learned from from the year itself. So right now, you know, we use a great tool on Guesty. It's a uh, Guesty Analytics, where there's a lot of uh, history that you can go back on and see where you are, you know, a year, two years before, and are better able to predict. You know, now in January, you know, our slower months are August, September, and October. It's and now in January, right in South Florida. And now we're actually in January looking out, you know, towards those months and looking out to those rates um, and making sure, uh, you know, that that those rates are, are according to the to the uh, to the actual months itself. Um, and we are looking at pacing, you know, and ensuring that those 
uh, these next three months, which is which is our high season, you know, January, February, March here in South Florida, uh, those are the adequate rates. You know, we use great tools. Uh, one tool in specific is Beyond Pricing, uh, that helps us immensely. And then having those meetings, you know, we have these one-on-ones weekly where we're going property by property um, and predicting and 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 you know making uh, you know making rules and and uh, going into the settings and ensuring that all of those um, you know rates and the rules and uh, the one night stays, the two night stays, everything is in place. So I think yeah. right now it's a great, great time to do it. And for listeners who are just starting and you don't know, Guesty is a property management software that we use to kind of connect all of our tools. And beyond pricing is what helps us change our rates hour by hour. But we're setting the strategy for that tool to make sure that we are maximizing the rates for our properties and for our, our client properties to make sure that everyone's making their money. But if you haven't started yet right now, get one of these tools to help you because if you're just keeping the rates like there's still people that drive me crazy they just have a flat rate for every single day for all this their quarter or their month and are leaving a lot of money on the table but they're just happy doing it that way so don't be that person put a little extra effort in each week and you will get a return on that so make sure you're checking your rates and you're not just looking at this month that you're looking out three six nine and twelve months to see where you're at especially as you grow and you get start getting into the hundreds of properties or into the 50 properties or even over 10 properties, you want to be able to know where you're going to be. That way you can check your expenses. You know how to schedule things for your team. So if they want to go on vacation or do something to have their own personal life, you can plan these things. So make sure you're staying on top of that. So that was great advice, Victor. And for you all out there, listen to that. But the other thing too is not just getting the revenue in, you got to watch your expenses. And we oh, yeah. did a, a great job at this this year. Um, in our slow months here in South Florida, especially, is August through November. Right. And in August, we sat down and looked at all of our contracts. And what did we do, Victor? Yeah, we went, went right into the contracts and we rene- renegotiated every single one of them. You know, it was a great opportunity. We started doing that right in August um, to look at the contracts and seeing where, you know, there might be services that you might be overspending. Or there might be services that you're not utilizing to its fullest, and that might be something that you don't actually need. Um, so we saw, you know, we were able to shave off thousands of dollars um, in overhead month by month uh, by renegotiating with every single vendor. Um, you know, they're open to, you know, obviously uh, listening to your story and, and ensuring that you're a happy customer. Um, and most, you know, more than anything, that you are doing well as a business. Um, is obviously, you know, the, the last thing they want is for you um, to have a challenge, especially for from what they charge, you know, in, in, in their in your overhead. So renegotiate, have those conversations um, and see if you can lower those uh, that, that overhead. Yeah, because I would tell you, don't be embarrassed. Like the first thing sometimes people feel like, oh, I signed the contract yeah. for a year. I don't know if I should bring it up right now. Get that out of your head. Your job is to make sure your company is healthy. You want to make sure that you are doing what's best for you, your team, your family. And if you have to switch companies, maybe that's a move you have to do. Um, but you want to make sure that you're not getting also price gouged because a lot of the companies on the other side, their job is to make as much money as right. possible. Right. So try to renegotiate, especially when you know you're going into your slow season, if you could do it beforehand, because it will be all the difference of you having super challenging year or a very successful year. We see it clear. Like he mentioned, it's many, many, many percentage points better for us 
and it allows us to do more things and buy the tools our team needs and to hire the people that we need to hire and invest. So don't be afraid to ask. I promise you. The worst thing they could do is say, no, we haven't got any of those. Right. <laughs> so, and we right, did right. it with many, many vendors, um, right. especially if you're professional and, and do it the right way. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd right. be you'd be very surprised, um, you know, and and it, and, it, and like like you said, you know, it really does uh, does make a difference. Um, and and you could ask around, you know, you could ask other other management companies if if you're you know, you have other friends in the industry and see what they're doing and see what they're paying. Uh, you know, I think a lot of the times we learned uh, that some of the services we were overpaying uh, by just speaking to other people. Um, yep. So that's where that's where, you know, you can really get ahead. Um, and, and have a great year. Yes. And you said, look, I don't know where to look. There's plenty of places to look for those kind of things. I don't know anybody else. You can get on X. So I'm going to start calling it X this year. Instead of Twitter. <laughs> you can get on threads because now they have tags based off of right. where you want to look into, whether it's hospitality or vacation rentals. There's tools out there to ask people, but then conferences, the right ones. We're testing out a new one next week. Actually, Victor, or this week, Victor's going. And listen, I've messed up my ankle, so I can't walk oh. around the conferences. I'm waiting on my little scooter, my knee scooter. <laughs> you got a man down, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss you, Steve. But I'm excited to see, um, you know, what this conference is all about. We heard good stories and good things about it. It's in uh, Aventura and Turnberry, and yep. I think I am in Short Term Rental Forum. So it's their second year, but there's a lot of great people who will be there. So right. if you're there, let us know, and uh, we'll see you there. So, but yes, connect with people. All right, we've talked about some best practices. Um, you know, I wanna talk about a little bit of a, I don't wanna say it's a rant, maybe it's a review, but I think it could help people out there. So we talked about our travels, but you know, for listeners out there, we also do consulting for vacation rentals and hotels, um, especially boutique hotels. And this past, I'm not gonna say when, cause I don't wanna give too much detail on it, but I stayed in a, boutique hotel and they have three penthouse suites and those penthouse suites are apartments not like the regular hotel rooms there and it's a historic hotel and when i stayed there it's basically it's a vacation rental you have washer dryer full kitchen balcony multiple bedrooms living room dining room so it was pretty cool I mean, upon first entry you're like wow this is a really nice place you got ocean views but then you start looking around once you sit down, you know, like once you sit down and you uh -oh. start to like be in a place, you're like, right. All right. All the walls are dirty. This furniture really doesn't mix and match very well. It looks like it was kind of a storage. They have a beautiful terrace with furniture that was rusty and broken and they're sold out. They were wondering why the reviews weren't as good as it should be. They're getting $5,000 a night because of the location Incredible. that it's in. Incredible. And man, it's just little details that if they just fixed it, like frayed carpet, and I get it's a vintage look, they want a historic vibe. And if you have that kind of look out there, you can do it. You can mix and match things, but you have to make sure that paint is not peeling off of stuff, that there is some kind of theme in that place. It can't look like exactly. your grandmother just went to the storage <laughs> unit and started throwing <laughs> things out there. Um, so anyhow, that's my rant here. But for, for Victor, like when we walk into homes, we walk into a lot of people's homes that think they're ready for to be a vacation rental or to be a short term rental. What are some things you would tell people that is the difference between having your grandma's home that you want to rent out versus a successful vacation rental? 
Yeah, and I think, and I'll start it off with that question that we always ask each other, which I think it's uh, it's the perfect question because it really makes you think and ponder. Um, but would your mom stay here? Would your mom stay? Would you be proud or excited for your mom to stay at that property? Um, you ask yourself that question first and be honest with yourself. You know, if it's if it's a no, you wouldn't have your mom stay there, then really look into it. Uh, but like, you know, like what you said, uh, you know, see the layout, see what what you have available in the property. Um, like Steve said, you know, you can you can mix and match things, but ensuring that there's a flow and that there's a look and that things, you know, if, if they're look a little, you know, wear and tear, you know, maybe there's something else that you can do to repair it. Maybe you can replace it. There's, you know, a lot of stores out there that you can get furniture and you can get uh, things really, really um, inexpensive and make it really pop up. You know, with a lot of our properties, uh, I don't know if you recall, Steve, like about a year, year and a half ago, we started going property by property and just starting to pick up like little knickknacks um, and just completely changing the look of that property. You know, my wife and I, we would go to Hobby Lobby and we would just, you know, load our carts full of items um, and, you know, little knickknacks can go such a long way and just making a room pop. The right um, ones, listeners, the right, the right knickknacks. The right ones. So not, a, not, not shelves filled with creepy porcelain dolls <laughs> staring at you. <laughs> not, that, no, not that at all. Uh, but it, you'd be surprised on, on, you know, how you can make a property pop out with just such little things um, and such little details and colors. Um, and, and, and really you can make a lot out of, you know, very little. So, so I think that would be my best tip and advice. It's true. And we, we started asking ourselves this because, look, we wanted to grow and we were taking on properties that just became headaches. And we weren't asking that question of would our mom actually stay here? And when we went by them, we were like, absolutely not. We need to shed. <laughs> we're going to shed these and pick the right ones. And we've stuck exactly. to that. And we've been really strategizing uh, for the right properties to bring in because we don't own any of them at this point. There's some talks potentially doing that but we manage all the ones that we have and right. we tell our property owners because they think they're just going to get in flip a switch make money it's like no, it doesn't work no, that way it doesn't work that way you know you got to get rid of the stuff that you think that's your style it scares some people sometimes so we want to make sure that we can maximize it the best that we can for you exactly and i think we also have something uh with us and it's our hospitality eyes i mean we do it all the time we'll go to a restaurant and have just you know, lunch and we just started looking around and picking things out. It's, I guess it's the curse and a good thing. Yep. Uh, but if you have that, it's even better. Um, because you know, that's, that's right there where you can decipher and, um, and, and, and critique, critique your own self and be honest. Right. I think so. And so I want to ask you this, uh, we were, we didn't plan this beforehand <laughs> behind, but if there was a design trend that you think is going to be happening this year, is there something that comes to mind like right off the bat? Like something that's like, hey, this is going to be what's going forward versus what it is those last couple of years. That's a good question. That's a good question. You know, I, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of you know opportunities and possibilities you can go. I think going chic, you know, like a modern chic, um, you know, where things are not, you know, items don't have to be very expensive. Um, as a guest comes in and breaks them, they could be easily replaceable. Uh, but going that modern chic style, um, I think really pops a room really you know uh, marketing and the photos really makes it stand out um and that's not expensive you know, yep. what do you think i think that people are tired of the ones that all kind of look the same right it's like they're really a hotel but they're not a hotel and they don't have the design of a hotel i think things like those would benefit from having some warm touches like maybe okay. it is 
like some that. books that are in the property that yeah. are unique to that location or some decor and local artwork. Like we have a great property that we just picked up that has like local artwork and has those knickknacks. They're like local hand carved wood things and, and follow a theme. Yeah. Right. And it follows a theme and has a little library and a study. Like it makes you feel like, yeah, it's not just an empty house with nothing on the shelves. Cause exactly. <laughs> that's become one of my pet peeves. So we have to look at our homes. Like we have some homes that the owners just have like these big bookshelves with nothing on them and they're just empty. So like, what can we do to give it some life and some warmth? Because I think now people see like there's so many of these companies that started up, raised a bunch of money, bought a bunch of Ikea furniture, Target furniture, and they all look the same now. We can see them, right? Like when we look at listings, like that's a vacation rental from this company. <laughs> that's a vacation rental from this company. It's very clear. Um, good good for Ikea. Not, not so great for vacation rental. No. All right. You get Ikea furniture, you get Ikea prices. We're going to keep there saying that over and over again. <laughs> uh, so... You know, look, we've got a lot of things coming up here, uh, exciting in January. Um, but for listeners who are just starting out, this is their first year. They just decided, right, I'm launching my vacation rental. What's a tip that you've got for them to start 2024 off on the right foot? Yeah. So you're starting your vacation rental. Definitely look at your, you know, your markets. Um, go online and do your research. There's so much stuff now online. Um, you could even use, you know, chat GPT to really give you great ideas, yep. uh, but really know your market, know your competitors. You know, I say start a start a start a mood board, you know, go on Airbnb in your location, pick out five, six properties that you love and that are super host. And then you see have great reviews, print out those photos and say, you know what, this is my mood board. These are the five properties that I love the most I have the, you know, super host status and look the best and guest love. And I want to make it look like that, you know, go, go there know your market, um, know what you want in your design, your theme. Think about those experiences. Think about the guests, put yourself in their shoes and then ask that question. Would your mom stay here? <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Well, look, man, we've done 30 minutes of our show. We say we always want to leave you with more. And I think that's a great place to end the show today. Listeners, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Make sure to subscribe, comment and like. And we'll see you again next week. Till next time.